It's Monday, May 24th, and you are listening to Hanson Stark. Okay, welcome back. This is another Hanson Startup Podcast. Today, mini podcast editions. That's right. We're, we're going to be talking about um, the iPad. We're going to be talking about the iPad. It's been out. It's been out for a couple months now or a month. Yep. And uh, we're starting to see the, how people are actually using the device. And then also we're going to we're going to weigh in a little bit on the Adobe Apple issue. On the Adobe Apple Throwdown, um, give our take. But uh, first, again, we just want to remind people that we got a new format for this uh, blog that we're going to be. Basically, we're going to we're not doing our extended podcast. We're going to break it down topic by topic. Yeah, one podcast or one topic a day. Make it a little easier for the listeners. <laughs> um, a little more allow us a little more flexibility on hitting different topics, uh, giving us the ability to talk about more startup stuff also yeah. without having to tag that on to uh, yeah. Look for more tech startup podcasts. stuff too. Okay, so the iPad, Nick. iPad. First thing, did you see that cat and that dog playing with the iPad? I did not. Adorable. <laughs> Completely adorable. Okay, that was all I had to say. Okay, well, let's talk got? about, first of all, let's talk about how we've seen the iPad being used. This was, uh, people thought, you know, this is obviously popular when it launched, but people didn't know, how are you going to use an iPod? I mean, are you really, is this really going to be your device that you read when you go to bed? Is it like, I mean, what what is the actual use case for this? Yeah. Anything, anything you've noticed, Chapin? And well, first of all, let me disclaim, neither of us own iPads. Oh, but our mother does. Our mother got one. And she's done some wonderful <laughs> paintings on it. She has no idea how to use it. <laughs> no, she does. She does. Even our mother can use it. No, I, but, mean, uh, I think this is, uh, for anybody that closely followed this, the iPad is kind of being used for what we thought it was going to be used for. It's not a computer that you would lug around and uh, you know do all your typing or blogging on. At this point. Yep. I think the biggest surprise to me, I mean, obviously, people are using this to read in bed. They're yeah. using it as a toilet computer. Well, we've, um, we've held it, though. I mean, it's the perfect thing. It's flexible. To bed. It's perfect. It's a kitchen device. Couch. It's a watch TV device. We, that was expected. But what I find really interesting and what we're seeing... Better not take my, better not take my thunder here. Take it. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, we're seeing this as a presentation tool. Um, we're, we're, we've been going to a lot of events. We've been, we've been, you know, networking our awesome website, menuboard.com. Menuboard.com. Um, and we've been going to events and this is the perfect device to show someone your website. I mean, entrepreneurs are using this, companies are using this because, uh, in the olden days, if I wanted to solicit someone's attention, you know, at like a, at a mixer or something, I mean, what am I going to do? Hold up my laptop like an idiot? Yeah. Like balance it on my hand, tip the screen back, like clicking on buttons? Lame, yeah. you right? Can, you can gather so many people around somebody holding an iPad. This thing, it's yeah. small enough. It's, you know, it's one, it's just one surface. You just hold it like a, like a clipboard or something. And you can show people, you can demo your website. It's great well, for demoing things. Well, I think also, too, you can, I mean, it's not that you couldn't get in a line and play on somebody's laptop before. You pass this thing around, and yeah. the ease of which people can play with it just for a few seconds to get an idea. I mean, it's literally what your application is or what you're pitching. It's like so perfect for it's it. It's literally like handing out a piece of paper. 
Yeah. Only they can do anything. So yeah, exactly. You're right. You're like, okay, check out my website. Here it is. Yeah. And you present nuts. them with that in the iPad form factor. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and this is, we're noticing this a lot. I mean, we went to this event, we'll talk about it in a, in another show, but SF beta, um, basically kind of a entrepreneur mixer, um, in downtown San Francisco, every company presenting had, uh, basically for the most part, had a, a couple iPads demoing their product, uh, just people in the audience, you know, they walking around, just walking around. It's, I mean, it's literally like your, your portfolio. Well, and of. it's so cool for sure. I mean, even if you're not demoing a specific thing, but if we go to these events and we're just talking to people, you know, if we really wanted to show something before, we got to pull it out on our phone. It's kind of not mobile optimized, difficult to see, you know, like people do carry their, iPads around. We could yeah. literally, people say, oh, what do you do? And then we could literally, not, rather than giving them a card and hoping that they come to it, you pull it we out. could say, here it is. And our site looks good on the iPad. Yeah. And I'm, I'm telling you, in, uh, I mean, you can do this as, I mean, if uh, just an, another case, I mean, we talked about how colleges are giving them out to students. This is a great device for a college kid. I mean, just walking around instead of carrying a notebook, I'm just going to carry an iPod. Yeah. I mean, as much as you, you, you can do that with a laptop, but I mean, laptops are pretty clunky. Oh, absolutely. I cannot just with, you know, like, again, I'm not going to hold, standing up, I am not going to be sharing and holding my 15 inch MacBook Pro. You know, I think that's very unrealistic. I completely agree. And I, I think and that's I think probably it, the most interesting way we've seen people use it. There. Yes, that uh, I was not expecting that. And, and definitely that's the most I'm hearing from people. And seeing it just out in public, I'm 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 seeing that a lot. We'll say the screens get pretty smudgy. The screens do that's get smudgy, but that's a minor thing. Um, besides that, what else, Chapin? Um, I just it, again, our mother has one. I've been looking for apps for her, and uh, another thing I'll say is that the app selection not very good this far, so uh, so far. Not very good and expensive. And very expensive. I mean, you're talking like. I mean, everyone's charging over five bucks. Yeah, clearly, uh, one companies are taking this opportunity to bump it up, to jump on this uh, device and charge significantly more I mean, than they do. You on know, the apps that are out here, they're nicely done, but they're not. I mean, they're no different than an iPhone app. One of the things I loved about the iPhone was that I would just, I would buy tons of apps, and not just, I mean, not just uh, any, you know, not just free apps. I would drop ninety nine cents to three dollars. I don't care if I'd use it once, twice. I'd I'd buy it in a second because yeah. it was like it was like okay, I'd love to support the developers. You know, ninety nine cents or three bucks a cup of coffee, not bad. Yeah, I the think problem I... is when it gets to ten dollars, fifteen dollars an app. I'm not going to buy it unless I really think I'm going to be using well, it. Well, I don't think most people are. I think casual, especially casual people, that as this product starts to take off, three dollars is the sweet spot. Yeah, just bump it up four or five. You might do okay, but three dollars is a sweet spot. And yeah. under you start getting to ten, and it just doesn't make sense. Where you can purchase, I mean, ten apps for a hundred bucks. Like, yeah, that's kind of insane. And I think, uh, I, and I, there's no reason to panic. I think as these become more prevalent, as there's more competition in the market, this is going to plummet. Yeah, I mean, just as you know, right now there's like for painting apps, there's, there's two apps. One's eight dollars, or like two the two best apps. Uh, brushes and Sketchbook Pro or something. I think one's like eight, one's like ten or something. Right now, if I want a painting app, those are my you know those are my options. Yeah. As soon as there's ten apps, someone comes out with one for three bucks. 
and then their sales go through the roof. They're going to respond. It's going to come down. But, uh, but I mean, I don't know. I'm not like, I'm not right now. I'm not dying to go buy an iPad because there's all these apps I want to use. Yeah, but they are cool though. Yeah, and and, and, and and more technical people than I thought are really enjoying it. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's almost one of those things that, you know, gotta give Steve Jobs credit because he basically just, when he was coming out, you know, he didn't show any many apps on it when he mm-hmm. first like launched it. Basically it was just like, this thing, it feels really good in your hands. Yeah. He almost gave like the, it's magical thing. And that's what a lot of I mean, tech people no. that usually break it down are just like, this thing's awesome. To be honest, I'm I'm surprised that like Mike um, Arrington like loves it. Yeah, and uh, w- what I think's interesting, and again, I'm not. This is not. I'm not like slamming Apple for not having lots of apps, um, but it's interesting because people. I feel like people are using this with the web browser. Yeah, which is uh, something you know. I don't think I don't think people ever use the. Or people do, but you're more much more likely to use an app on the iPhone than the web browser. Oh yeah. I yeah, feel like yeah, I feel yeah. like the iPad's a little different. And uh, at the same time, I don't think. And th- this is not, you know, this the iPhone started off this. There wasn't even an app store when the iPhone started. So this is these are how Apple products work. You know, they they hit their stride in the second third generation. Yeah. Which is, and I'm sure we will see like amazing apps. But at the same time. I feel like this kind of leaves with the expensive, um, slim uh, selection. I feel like this leaves the door wide open for an Android tablet. Oh, I agree. Well, I mean, obviously the apps there's not such a gigantic lead like there was with iPhone and no. When they crank these out Android later this phone. year, it's going to be interesting. Be um, interesting. I mean, because I'll tell you what, I desperately want an iPad. But the reason I want it, it's not when I wanted an iPhone. I was like, oh, I gotta have these apps. Like they're so good. The reason I want it, strictly about form factor. Yeah. And so, if all of a sudden an Android tablet comes out with the same form factor, two hundred dollars less, and then gives me standard USB ports, allows me to plug it into my, you know, HDMI out to my TV, then all of a sudden, not only is it comparable, but it's like, I mean, that's way more appealing to me. And cheaper, too, we suspect. Yeah. Probably so, a little bit cheaper. Um, I, I, I still don't think, and we, we've seen in the last two days, or in the last uh, couple weeks, looks like Kindle app coming out for Android this month, an Audible app, so Amazon's on board on Android. Um, I mean, that's, uh, you know, iBooks is no longer, that's not a killer app. The Kindle app, lots of people say they like the Kindle app better because they can watch, they can read it on their desktop, Mac or PC. They can read it anywhere. It syncs bookmarks. So now that this is on Android, iBooks, complete wash, right? I mean, there's no, I'm not going to buy an iPad because of iBooks. I just use the Kindle. It's more versatile, right? Then you have to buy a Kindle. No, you don't. Oh, you just use a Kindle app. You run the app. You, You can use a Kindle app on your desktop, your phone, your tablet. Yeah, I don't anyway. mind reading on my phone. Okay, well, let's jump to the next news. One thing that has not really been, uh, I feel like it's been brought up. Steve Jobs decided not to have Flash on this device. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard it being a problem at all. Have you? Um, yes or no. I think, uh, I mean, this, it has not, companies, companies, first of all, are, they're working around as fast as they can to yeah. get uh their videos encoded in H264 
or whatever. Um, you know, get it. You know, they're they're working they're working around to make sure it's visible on the iPad. Uh, the people we talk to, it's not an issue. They know, you know, they use iPhones. They yeah. they use the apps. They know the limitations. Um, but I think it is for normal people. Um, the use case is again our mother. Hopefully she's not uh, embarrassed to listen to this podcast. But no, but um, she's a never, you know she's your average person, and uh, she watches when she goes on the internet. You know what she wants to watch? Regis and Kelly. Regis and Kelly. She wants to, or she wants to watch Hulu. Yeah. She watches videos on both these sites, and guess what? She goes to the website and it says download Adobe Flash Player, and she's extremely confused. Yeah. Uh, just like I think a lot of average people would be. Yeah. When when you buy an iPad, I mean, when it doesn't show up on your phone, it's like okay, well, you know, I don't. I mean, I don't. I might not know what Flash is, but it's understandable that these, you know, it's a mobile phone. Yeah, and when you're also not as interested in necessarily watching. Yeah, I mean, even if you could get video, it's probably going to get here. slow and choppy. But when I'm on, I mean, my iPad. That's what the whole thing is. I'm thinking of, I'm going my, for. Yeah, when I get my iPad on my Wi-Fi iPad? at home, my iPad, uh, you know, I'm using it on Wi-Fi at home, I'm going to want video. Yeah. I mean, just if I'm a normal person, the first thing I go to in my web browser is probably like Hulu, and I would be confused. Yeah, I definitely think that's true. So, Steve Jobs do a bad thing, Nick? Steve Jobs Adobe, let's get into it. Apple Adobe. Let's get down to it. Um, and I think both sides of these, I mean, people people are going to be like, you're going to have Apple fanboys defending this move. You're going to have Adobe fanboys uh, rallying for Adobe. That's both Apple. Steve Jobs and Adobe have made their claims that the other are, <laughs> you know, pointing fingers that they're more open than the other. They both claim to be more open. But the... Uh, I, th- I think the bottom line is that uh, they're they're both kind of at fault. I, I don't agree with both of them, and uh, let me let me just throw out my major points here. Um, okay, Steve Jobs. First of all, he makes a lot of valid concerns. Why Flash is not on the iPhone? Yep. Okay, uh, Flash websites they use a lot of um, hover over effects. You know, they're very data intensive. Uh, if you ever tried to use Flash on a mobile phone, it's, I mean, it doesn't work. Fact. It doesn't work at all. It's a terrible experience. It's completely terrible, and then you think your phone And in Steve's, in, to Steve's credit, Adobe, they don't even have a good solution. You know, they're, they're crying about Apple shutting them down, but they don't even have a good product to offer in the first place. Well, let's just make this clear, too. Apple, Steve Jobs specifically, went to Adobe a while ago and tried to get them to build a few products specific to Macs and then for the iPhone, right? Adobe kind of... Oh, they have a hit... No, no, no. Let's see. When Steve came to Apple... Let's give a little history here. When Steve came to Apple, um, came back to Apple in the late 90s, he went to Adobe and was like, you know, artists are using Macs. Can we get video editing software? And video and Adobe kind of brushed them aside. It was like, oh, yeah, whatever. We'll, we'll get to it. whatever. Eventually, they, you know, obviously with all the artists who use Mac, they, I mean, they did port versions of their creative suite, you know, Photoshop, Flash, etc., to the Mac in the mid two thousands. Um, but they were never, they never, never natively made a version for Mac. Mm-hmm. Which was kind of a big f u to Apple, and even up and even when the iPhone launched, instead of being like, "Oh, this is the next big thing, we're going to be on board, we're going to make Flash Player for mobile for the iPhone," they went with a technology called Flash Lite, 
which is basically just a completely crappy version of Flash made to run not on smartphones, but on dumb phones, like feature phones. Yeah. So it was basically a version of Flash to play like little Flash games or run specific videos. But, but that wasn't just, I mean, that wasn't just when iPhone was taking off, right? I mean, that has been up until pretty recently. Yeah, yeah, that's what they've been pushing. I mean, up in, yeah, up until recently. So Adobe, let's not pretend like Adobe is the victim here. Yeah. They have not, they not only have they irked Apple, but their Flash technology is getting stale fast. There's basically, there's no good reason right now. They're not giving us a good reason to have Flash. HTML5 can do 90% of uh, stuff that Flash can do. So, yeah. so in that sense, I have to sympathize with Steve. On the other hand, it is not Steve's job to determine what sucks and what does not. Yeah. I mean, people can make that decision. When I pull up a flash site on my mobile phone, I don't know. can and regular it never people make works. that decision though? Yeah, because it literally doesn't work. If I make if I'm a regular company and I want people to be able to view my website on their mobile phone or on their iPad if it's a terrible experience, I'm not going to make it in flash. I mean, that's a fact. It's not Steve. I mean, is Steve going to determine whether you're using MPEG four or an MPEG two? You know, getting way too nerdy for me. But I'm saying it's not Steve's job to determine standards. No, I, I agree. I totally agree. He's accelerating the process. It's probably uh, the fact that he ha- he has basically solely killed Flash using the iPhone and the iPad. That's probably good in the long run for consumers. Well, that's good in the short term for consumers because it kills Flash quicker. We get yeah, it more. Have to be as belabored. We don't rely on Flash, which is a very tied down platform. Yeah, um, but although this, Flash is what, but in the long run with uh, Android, right? Which we'll get to. Which we'll get to. But in the long later. run, I don't think that is a good thing because what if? What if Steve decides to kill something else that's not so annoying? I mean, yeah, I don't care. leaving a lot up into Steve's hands. But, I mean, but that's how his stuff has always worked. Yeah, it is. But that's also a monopoly. I, mean, I, that's, oh, I agree. You know, that's – people shouldn't have in, – in let's say Steve. Steve's the man. He's obviously a genius. If he tells us – he probably better than anyone could tell us what we want, love, and need, right? Well, he has, yeah. But what if someone else tries to do it? You know, when Microsoft was telling us we needed Microsoft Office, I didn't like that very much. Well, when Facebook I, is I, telling us yeah. how our privacy settings should exactly. be. Exactly. I mean, maybe Steve does it better than anyone, but that shouldn't be a precedent. I agree. Okay, let's wrap this up. It's getting late. So basically, Adobe, not in the rights. No. Not proprietary. Or they are proprietary. They're trying to make it out that they're open. They're, uh, they had their chances. Now they have to live with it. That's live right. with their decisions. Apple, Steve Jobs, it's hard not to like them, but they're making the decisions solely for all their users that Flash is a crappy product. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's, it's probably, their rights. it's a good thing, I think it's a good thing short term, but uh, long term, it's, it's going to be, we don't, I don't like that. Yeah, that nobody's time. in the rights here, it's a mess, can yes. we just admit that? Um, now, the the one thing you, you touched on before that we should mention is that... Um, Adobe is, however, you know, obviously Apple has blacklisted them from any Apple machine or product in a sense. Um, but this has made them, their partnership with Google even closer. Yeah. So actually this ended up, this might even end up being better for consumers because 
basically Adobe now, we were just watching the Google I.O. conference. They got some cool things, features coming out in Dreamweaver um, to do like, uh, to, to make uh, CSS and JavaScript integrate better with Adobe, Photoshop, and Illustrator. Yeah, so it's easier to... We'll get into that at a later show. But, no, I think that's... I can't remember what I was... I was reading an article, and I can't remember who it was. But basically, that was their hope, that Steve Jobs and Apple doing this, I mean, rather than yeah. Adobe complaining and possibly suing, just make a good product. That's what they're going to do. They're going to make a better product right and now. that's a win for consumers. They're going to make... And they're building this into open... Basically, Dreamweaver, which is their their software for making standard HTML websites, mm-hmm. right? Now they're baking in a lot of functionality that you would normally do in Flash into Dreamweaver so that it can run on all systems. I like it. So it is a good thing. And also, uh, Google announced that um, they announced their new video standard. Mm-hmm. So uh, without going into too much detail. You already have. Uh, all video was in Flash. It's now in H.264 encode, in encoding that's also proprietary but slightly more open, which is becoming the, the new web standard. So, But Google is releasing a completely open standard that now will be integrated into Flash video. Which is... <laughs> and with that, which folks... I do not understand, but essentially means that Adobe, I think, is adopting a more open video standard for Flash codec. I don't know. Someone, someone on that note, the, that uh, we'll talk about that maybe at a future date. But uh, again, this has been HansonStartup.com. Check out menuvor.com, our other site, and we'll be with you shortly. Peace.